For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Hey, hey, it's your girl, last but not least, and I will be your host for today. I don't know about you, but I am super excited to be able to be on here today, this morning, and to share with you guys with what the Lord has been, you know, placing on my heart these past few days and these past few weeks. I am just so excited. I am excited to dive into the Word of God this morning. I hope and pray that you are having a wonderful day so far i know it's friday it's almost week the weekend and you know it's almost easter and i don't know about you but i'm so excited to be able to spend time with family friends you know to celebrate the resurrection day of our lord jesus christ and i i pray and we continue praying for you guys all that you will have a wonderful day, wonderful Easter, and that the Lord continue to bless each and every one of you. Without further ado, let's go ahead and start off with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we are able to wake up this morning and to be able to see yet another beautiful day, Lord, created by you. We thank you, Lord, that we are able to see, we are able to hear, we are able to talk, we are able to smell, we are able to taste and move around this morning. We thank you for your, uh, for always providing for our needs, Lord. We thank you for providing a roof over our head and food for us to be able to eat, Lord. Father God, thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you for um, for just being our wonderful dad and wonderful father, Lord. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to be able to share your good news this morning. Father God, thank you for ordering the steps of our listeners to be able to stumble upon this podcast, Lord, to hear what you have to say unto us this morning. We pray to you, Lord, that you will open our hearts open our eyes, open our ears to be able to hear and understand the teachings of your words and how to apply it to our life, Father. How to apply it to our daily life, Father. Help us, Lord, to be doers of your word and not just hearers, Lord. We praise you and we glorify you. We glorify your holy, precious name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In today's episode, I titled it Escape from Your Prison of Sin. Escape from Your Prison of Sin. You know, we've all been held prisoners to the sinful desires within us, according to Romans 7 23. It goes on in verse 24. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me 
from this life that is dominated by sin and death. You know, in the beginning, God created everything and everything was so perfect and beautiful. It was so pure, perfect, beautiful. Sin was absent from this world. But then came Adam and Eve who disobeyed God, who ate from the tree of life which God commanded them not to eat from because of um, because of their disobedience we're gonna see what one man's sin cost everyone we're gonna be able to see what happened after so if you can turn with me to Romans chapter 5 starting verse 12 Romans chapter 5 starting first he says when Adam sinned sin entered the world Adam's sin brought death so death spread to everyone for everyone's sin yes people sinned even before the law was given but it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break right here says that people back in the day were sinning but we were so blinded because there was no the law wasn't presented to us yet so right here in verse 13 it says that yes people sinned even before the law was given but it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. So it says that between, you know, Adam to Moses, everything they did, you know, now that we know about the law, everything they did back in the day was not counted as sin because the law is not yet created. It goes on in 14. It says, still, haha, it says, still, everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. So it says here in 14 that still, even though it wasn't counted as as sin, everyone died. It says because of Adam's sin, we were considered dead because we were living in sin. Now Adam is symbol. Adam is a symbol. This is continuing in verse 14. Now Adam is a symbol a representation of Christ who was yet to come. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's grace's gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. 
and the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin, for Adam, Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Hmm. Do you guys hear how awesome our Father is? Or just how awesome God is? That even after what Adam and Eve did, He still, because He still loves us so very much, that He decided to send his one and only son to die on the cross so that you and I can be you and I can be made right with God and that is by believing in Christ's sacrifice on the cross and oh, thank you Jesus that is by believing in Jesus, believing in the sacrifice that he did, the sacrifice that he made on the cross for our sins so that we can make, be made right with God again. Thank you, Jesus. So if we listen to the question again, who will free me? from this life that is dominated by sin and death. Now we know the correct answer, right? The correct answer is through Christ Jesus. Through Christ Jesus. Not by law, but through Christ Jesus. Through Christ Jesus, we are no longer slaves to sin. Through Christ Jesus, we are free. Freedom is ours through Christ Jesus. Through Christ Jesus, we are victorious. How awesome is our Father is. How awesome is our Father who always looks out for us no matter what. Ooh, glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice. And thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for following through. <sighs> the command that our Heavenly Father commanded you to do, which is by dying on the cross and not giving up for our sake that we can be made right with God again. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you can turn with me to Romans chapter 3, we're going to be starting from verse 21. So chapter 3, Romans chapter 3, starting from 21. Right here, we, we are going to see what one man's sacrifice 
did for all of us. So 21 says, But now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law, as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is the true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. No matter who we are, no matter who you are. It says right here in verse 22. And this is true for everyone who believes. So when you believe and have faith in Christ Jesus, you, my friend, will be made right with God. It goes on in 23. For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's grace's standard. Yet, so because of Adam's sin, because of Adam's sin, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. In verse 24, oh Lord, thank you, Jesus. says, yet God in his grace freely, freely makes us right in his sight. Let me read that again. Yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus, his holy, his only son, when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus Christ that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. Let me read that again. In verse 25, it says, For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. So remember, it says he didn't punish or he did like he didn't count uh, people in the past's sin because the law wasn't given yet. But yet... We were still, back. people back in the day were still considered dead because of Adam's sin. It says that this sacrifice shows that God was being fair. He was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in, past, in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this present time. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness, for he himself is fair 
and just, and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We have a wonderful God. We sure do have a wonderful God who loves us. No matter what, no matter what our sin, no matter how sinful we are, He always provide a way and remind us that no matter how small or how big your sin is, now we have Jesus Christ who we can come forward bow down before him and just ask him for his forgiveness oh hallelujah through Christ's sacrifice God showed us how to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of law given to Moses so now we have to remember that the law They are there to show us when we do fall back and, you know, when we do slip and fall back. The laws are there to open our eyes to be able to know that we messed up. And all we need to do is come right back to Jesus and ask Him for forgiveness glory 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 to you lord hallelujah thank you jesus thank you for oh thank you for the reminder lord thank you thank you thank you lord so we have to remember that living by the law alone will not save us i'm not saying to disregard the law because the law is right there we have to remember that The law, according to Romans chapter 3, verse 20, says the law simply shows us how sinful we are. Yes, it says in the, in the word of God. Romans chapter 3, verse 20. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. Hmm. But our job is to Remember, and when we realize that, you know, we messed up, our job is to come back to our Heavenly Father and to, um, to Jesus Christ and ask for forgiveness. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Now the law back in the Old Testament God provided Moses his law to guide his people, to guide his holy people. The law was designed to last only until the coming of Christ Jesus. So if you can turn with me to Galatians, Galatians chapter 3. Chapter 3, we're going to be starting in verse 16. Yes, 16. So Galatians chapter 3, starting verse 16, it says, 
God gave the promise. God gave the promises to Abraham, his child. And notice that the scripture doesn't say to his children, as if it meant many descendant descendants. Rather, it says to his child. And that, of course, means Jesus. This is what I am trying to say. The agreement God made with Abraham could not be canceled 430 years later when God made Moses, when God made or when God gave the law to Moses. God would be breaking his promise. For if the inheritance could be received by keeping the law, then it would not be the result of accepting God's promise. But God graciously gave it to Abraham as a promise. Isn't that amazing? Why then, continue in 19, verse 19, why then was the law given? It was given alongside the promise to show people their sins. But the law was designed to last only until the coming of the child who was promised. God gave his law through angels to Moses, who was the mediator between God and the people. Now a mediator is helpful if more than one party must reach an agreement. But God who is one did not use a mediator when he gave his promise to God. So you see how important that part is? That's why it says the law. The law. So basically, right here it's saying that when God provided Moses the law, he gave it, he gave it to his angel a mediator to be able to present it or gave it to Moses. But when he made the promise, when he gave um, when he gave Abraham his promise, he personally gave it to Abraham. He didn't use a mediator. That's how much it shows how much he loved his son Jesus Christ and how much how important he wants to make or he wants to show and reveal to us that the most important thing that we as human being and as human being living here on earth is we need Jesus even though we have the law the law is not gonna make us right with God it says that the law is there to simply shows us how sinful we are and that way we when we realize how sinful we are we come right to Christ Jesus and ask him for forgiveness that's why it, he stated in verse 20 Galatians chapter 3 verse 20 where it says, now a mediator is helpful if more than one party must reach an agreement. But God, who is one, did not use a mediator when he gave his promise to Abraham. 
that is how important it is that we have to know the difference between the law and having faith and believing and having faith in Christ Jesus because the law is simply there for us to to show us how sinful we are when we messed up but for for in order for for us to be made right with God we have to simply come and humble ourselves and surrender and ask our ask our ask Jesus Christ Jesus to forgive our sins to be able to be to be able that we are made right with God and it goes on in verse 21 is there a conflict then between God's law and God's promises absolutely not if the law could give us new life we could be made right with God by obeying it but the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin so when we receive God's promise of freedom only by belief only by believing in Jesus Christ let me read that again in verse 22 but the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin so we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ so in order for you and I in order for you to um receive the promise of God you have to believe in Jesus Christ believe in the sacrifice he made on the cross for your sins for my sins yes and if you can let us continue i'm going to go ahead and continue in verse 24 says let me put it in another let me put it another way the law was our guardian until christ came It protected us until we can we could be made right with God through faith. And now that the the way of faith has come, we no longer need the law as our guardian. So because Jesus came and sacrificed himself on the cross because we have Jesus now. The thing that we need to focus on is on Jesus. It is on Jesus now. Says in 20 verse 26, for you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or male and female for you are all one in Christ Jesus and now that you belong to Christ you ha- you are the true children of Abraham you are his heirs and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you ooh thank you Jesus ooh we ooh we we turn with me also or we can just continue first um we are now in chapter 4 first one think of it this way 
if a father dies and leaves an inheritance for his young children, those children's those children are not much better off than slaves until they grow old. Even until they grow, grow old, even though they actually own everything their father had, they have to obey their guardians until they reach whatever age their father set. And that's the way it was with us before Christ came. We were like children. We were slaves to the basic spiritual principles of this world. But when the but the but when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to be to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children and because we are his children god has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts prompting us to call out abba father now you are no longer slaves you are no longer a slave but god's own child and since you are his child god has made you his heir how amazing and how wonderful that is ooh i really love that oh, i really love this part <laughs> thank you father ooh wee so through jesus we are made right with God by believing and having faith in Christ, Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Ooh-wee. Oh, I wish I can. If you can turn with me to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. We're going to be reading verse 1. Therefore, since we have been made right with God, therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Aren't you so happy that we have a wonderful God? Our God is an amazing God who always look out for us. Like sometimes we don't realize that the things that He do or plan for us is not to you know it's to make better ourselves and not you know not going back to but to be but to strive forward for his glory since we are made right with God we now have peace remember in the beginning the question was who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin 
death. Now we know that through Christ Jesus, we are free. We are no longer slaves to sin. Through Christ Jesus, we are victorious. We are no longer miserable, but joyfully looking forward to sharing God's glory when He comes back to take us home. Woo! Glory, glory. Glory to you, Father. Thank you. That is the good news that our Father wants to remind us of. Our Father wants to remind you that through Christ Jesus we are victorious so for those of you that um, are tuning in if you do not have Jesus as your Lord and Savior today could be your day of new beginnings Romans 10 9 says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you shall be saved you shall be saved you shall be made new you shall be made a new creation in Christ so if you want to if you want to look forward in sharing God's glory today is the day today could be your day of new beginning so if you want to simply say this prayer with me Lord Jesus I confess with your, my mouth Lord Jesus, I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believed in my heart that God raised him, Jesus, from the dead. I am saved according to your word in Romans chapter 10, 9. In Jesus' name we pray. I pray. Amen. again it's your girl last but not least i want to thank you guys so much for tuning in with me today it was such a blessing to be able to share with you how god had been working in my life and i hope that out of what you have heard from me today i hope that god also placed something on your heart that is meaningful for you to be able to live it out throughout the week and put it into action. And I want to remind you again for next week that um, please tune in. <laughs> next week you will have the opportunity to hear from one of my dear sister in Christ of how God has been working in her life. Our God is amazing. 
and he will continue to do amazing things for us. We just need to reach out to him and ask in his holy, precious son name, Jesus Christ. Stay blessed and may God bless you. Until next time.